Adventures. Adventures in Dadland. Hello, my name is Colfax. Yo, I'm Gerbil. And this is our podcast about raising kids during a pandemic. Not a pandemic. I saw Dr. Fauci yesterday said we're beyond the pandemic phase. Which is awesome. I don't know anymore. Yeah, but I don't know anymore, dude. Who knows, dude? I don't know. I, I don't know. There's still one place we go that the kids still wear masks. It's weird. It, we're still in weird zone. We need to get out of weird. You know what we need? And it's not going to happen. We need somebody with authority to be like, yo, man, we're cool. <laughs> like, just that, go about your business. I think that happened in Colorado, though. Didn't they say? Yeah, but who? Like, Polis said it? What does he know? Nobody knows about COVID. <laughs> I think that's the problem. Like, nobody really knows about COVID. So is it cool? Like, it seems okay. I feel okay. You know, I it, only go ahead. I was just, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's so, it's so crazy. Cause I did the dentist with uh, the kids just the other day and yeah. at the dentist office, they had us all wearing masks. Yes. I had to like dig around my car to find one. Oh no, I still have a healthy, my daughter's still wearing masks to school because it's optional. My son has given up and I told my daughter, I'm like, I think you're okay. Not wearing a mask. And she's like, I'll wear a mask as long as I want I think she's got some anime shit going on where she's trying to be like Naruto. I don't know. I didn't question it. Like if she wants to wear a mask, she can. Like, I don't care, dude. Um, Anyway, (laughs) besides it. Did she do the Naruto run? No. And my son tries to Naruto and my daughter rolls her eyes at it. It's it's really a thing. My daughter is really becoming a teenager. She turns 13 in October and she's accelerated into teenage mode very, very quickly. Wow. We need to get her Rubik's cubing with us again because oh, I feel like do. my daughter is like 13 going on 18 right now. Oh no. Um, last week we teased it's summertime. COVID is behind us. Hopefully knock on one um, favorite places, activities that take kids during the summer. I know that, you know, I, I know from just work, you know, we have influx of Coloradans every year. Tons and tons of Colorado. So something that like maybe I did when I grew up or I know about like is new to people. People don't know, like you don't know. And then you get little kids and you're stressed out and you don't know where to go. You just go in your neighborhood or maybe it's a place you went to when you were a kid, but you forgot because it's been so long. So you don't bring your kid there. Anyway, we thought Gerbil and I would have a service of helping us talk to you about cool places that maybe either I bring my kids or I've brought my kids in the past when they were little and places that gerbil it's an informational episode of adventures in deadlands right wow which I love all right let me start I'm gonna give you uh, dude I'm gonna knock out the low-hanging fruit first okay Okay? city park and in city park we include the museum of nature and science okay yeah the Denver Zoo because those are both in city park and then dude and if people haven't done this this is hot it the city park lake huh. you can rent paddle boats and paddle out into the lake with your kids in now the are, summer are those paddle boats like the ones that you use like they're bicycles and then yep. it's got like a thing and then it goes paddle boat that's exactly what it is yep you described it to a t paddle boat right i've never been in one and I, for there. some reason, I think of paddle boats as being like kayaks. No, that's a kayak. The paddle boat is the one with the bicycle things, just like you <laughs> described, where you just like a bicycle except on water. You described it perfectly. You're not confused at all. Nice. Give yourself credit. That. You knew exactly what you were talking about. Anyway, I think this is the low-hanging fruit. The one caveat I would put on this, and I think you and I have talked about this on the podcast before, if your kids like the zoo or the Museum of Nature and Science, Make a commitment to go multiple times a year and buy a membership because yes. it game changes. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are like, that's stupid, but 
for me, like before we had a members, it's always so stressful to go to those places because you try and go on free day, which we love that they do, but it's crowded and it's terrible. Right. Yeah. And then if you don't have a membership, it's like a hundred bucks to go anyway. And then you're under stress. Like if you go to a museum, you want to see the mummy, you want to see the dinosaur, you want to see the space new room that's just recently remodeled. You want to see the gem cave, which is Gerbil's favorite place. My like, favorite place. But there's a commitment. You like you're like, damn, I spent a hundred bucks. I have to see all these things. And like kids, I would probably target your daughter's age, are not built for being in a museum for eight hours. No, they're just not built for that. So do yourself a favor instead of using a hundred dollars for one day. I think it's like 150 bucks. Use 150 bucks and buy a season like a year pass and then just go and don't stress about it. Like go and see Gerbil's favorite place, the gem cave or like the bug area and then leave and then then go dude. there's I'm telling you, like when when my daughter was really little, we bought a Zoom membership and it changed everything dude. because no longer were you trying to see the whole damn zoo in one day. Right. Go and look at the hippopotamus. And she's like, I want some cotton candy. I get that. And then she gets cranky. I'm like, well, let's bounce. Like the only commitment was the time for us to drive to the museum. Highly recommend. Also on the same vein, if you go to the museum or the, the, the zoo and you do the morning for lunch, you got to go up two blocks and you either go to Steve's Snapping Dogs. on It's like on Colfax and Albion, the hot dog place. Huh. Right. Yeah. Looks like a diner. Been. Yeah, it looks like a diner from like the 50s in Philadelphia. When you look at it, you'll know what I mean. It okay. looks like it came from Philadelphia, maybe in the 70s, 60s, something. Or you go up a couple blocks next to the Bluebird and you go to the Denver Biscuit Company. And you get a breakfast sandwich. It's as big as your kid's head. Both <laughs> delicious things, dude. But it's a great tour de force. I think I'm telling you, like we are. I have been. I'm sure you have too. to crummy museums. Yes. Shitty zoos. Yep. And we don't have either one of them. We've got a wonderful zoo and a wonderful museum here. And I think people should go and take their kids. Oh, dude. And it's, it's, you're right. It's fun and it's easy. And then the fact that if you do what, you know, Colfax talk about where you get the pass, it is a pain to have driven up and then leave almost right away if your kid's cranky and you tried to force it. But, then you don't have that added burden of like, I already spent a ton of money and now it's just gone because it's a one day pass, you know? Yeah, dude. It's if, if you can, now I know like that's privileged. Some people maybe don't have disposable income like that. And I respect it. But like, if you can, it's worth it. Cause the museum is great in the summer, man. It's mm-hmm. hot as hell outside. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Go to the museum, cool off, go check out King. Talk to <laughs> Well, we went, we actually just went, we actually just went to the, uh, there was a Pharaoh exhibit or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that was actually it because the only mummy there, uh, the only mummy, there was like two caskets or whatever, but like the only mummy there was this like, you know, highly ranked uh, grandmother or something. Mm. And it was crazy. Like it was, it was interesting to see the kids look at it and be like, is that a person? Like, Mm. cause like, cause they had the mummy outside of the, sarcophagus not a casket sarcophagus and um the lady was like as big as the kids so that should they oh. they were like trying to lay back like nobody can see what i'm doing but they were trying to like lay back and measure how long they were compared to her oh. because they saw they like knew that she was about the same size as they were see it's crazy i went to the mummy thing and my son this is a couple of years ago so he was probably like six yeah yeah and he was like was that a person and i said yeah 
does. And he goes, <laughs> but they're gone now. And then I watched the, the uh, like I watched the cranks turning the like the wheels turning in his head. Yeah. And I was like, let's go look at bugs. And then it just totally, I was like, no question your more that mortality inside the museum. Like, let's go look at the gem room. Yes. Let's go look at the rubies. Um, but it's yeah. really cool, man. And I support every and all of those are nonprofits, man. So like it's it's good, it's smart. Our, our zoo is really good because like if they try and be educational and I know they try and be ethical as they can. I know people hate zoos, but like they try to be ethical. Hate, because they hate zoos? Keeping animals in cages is immoral to certain sects of people, but like our zoo lets people free. They don't force the animals to be out there to be gawked at. Like they do it as humanely as possible. I think zoos are a positive thing, but we're going to go down a rabbit hole with that. So let's not, um, have like you been to the fuck? zoo down in the in the springs? Yeah, no, nah, yes, the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. It's yes. a lot of hills, dude. It, it is. They're like, you can feed the giraffes, and I'm like, I can feed the giraffes to Denver Zoo and not go to uh, Colorado Springs. So like, <laughs> I'm real negative about that, <laughs> which is ironic because the next thing on my list is actually in Colorado Springs. But like, yes, I've been to the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. Yes, I think it's cool. If you were, I don't know, man. Unless you're in the springs listening to this, like I would just go to the Denver Zoo. Personally, I mean, do you disagree? Have you been to both? Like you've I've been, been to, to both, both, and I like I like both. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something about how wide and sprawling the uh, Cheyenne Mountain Zoo is that it is kind of. I don't. I don't want to say it's like better or anything, but it's, um, but it's one of those things where it's like. I don't know. It's different experience, and I feel like they have a little bit more support maybe than Denver. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I feel like feel... I walk, I'm walking through an ad for Toyota when I go to Denver Zoo. Well, the thing is, the one in Denver is monetized heavily. Yes. But I mean, it's in the middle of City Park. Imagine, I don't even know. I mean, you couldn't sell that land, but imagine what that land in the middle of City Park. I mean, we could look it up because they just did something with City Park Golf Course, which is across the street. I mean, I, I think you're right. The one in Denver is probably more busy. So there's use for more funds, but also like they built that elephant enclosure with the doors and i mean they're constantly which is cool like that is a cool elephant exhibit you know i feel like you're like walking through you know a city out in is it supposed to be like thailand or like malaysia or something malaysia i think you're right right. see and i think there's a balance i would love to talk to somebody from a nonprofit about that because it's an interesting balance of commercialism versus like expansion versus like purity of that because Mm -hmm. they have to get money above and beyond like memberships and like, you know, people buying bubble guns or whatever <laughs> to like build like an elephant exhibit. Right. Yeah. But you're right. Like Toyota, there's Toyotas all over the zoo. Dude. Yeah. All over the zoo. Yeah. But, you know, there's gotta be a balance there at some point. They need funds. They need to pay zookeepers, particularly during COVID. There's yeah. no visitors. Like, so that's an interesting, I understand what you're saying. It doesn't bother me anymore, man. Corporate sponsorship doesn't bother me anymore. I'm mm. I'm numb to it, dude. At this point, you know, <laughs> you're just numb walking through life. Sponsorship, sponsorship, sponsorship. Yeah, dude. I got a Cane's chicken tattoo just so I can get a free number three the other day. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I mean we're in agreement. Yeah. I think that is really. I mean, that's it's it's the crown jewel. And if you don't take your kid and now I now we're gonna have to take the family and, you know, you can also do paddle boating at Wash Park. Oh, so we should take the kids and we should go paddle boarding. OK, no, not paddle boarding, paddle boating, paddle boating. Yeah, paddle boarding is different. It is different. One last thing about animal stuff like zoos. Have you been to that? Whatever the um, 
it's not a zoo, but it's like a sanctuary or yeah, the big cat sanctuary. Yes. Are you talking about it's out like by the arsenal kind of like they have like tigers and stuff out there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have not. My wife has with the kids and I, I did not. I was working, but they seem to enjoy it. I guess they rescue cats and put them out there and let them live. They do. And there's like there's gorillas and stuff, too. Oh, and really? What's crazy, yeah. And what's crazy is like um, they have a an aerial bridge or something mm-hmm. that kind of you walk above the animals. So oh, they're below you. And it's like a, I don't know, like a catwalk or something. And um, we really liked going and seeing the gorillas because they had so much extra room. So like, you know, to your point earlier where people might be sore about, you know, seeing animals not in the wild Mm. because it's a bit of a sanctuary. They've got a lot more room and it's less about the tourism, even though that's a part of it. (laughs) And, um, and one of the things that we thought was cool was there was a sign for the gorillas. It said gorillas may not be out because we don't force them out mm. there. If you see them, they're out by choice. And one of them had a scarf and was like wearing it and showing it off and walking around. It was really cool. That is cool. I want to check that out. And I have it, you know, and the, and the Denver zoo is the same way. I, my kids did zoo camps incidentally, like my kids have aged out of it, but if you're looking for a place to stick your kids, my kids both did zoo camps and they were really cool. Like they got mm. to like walk into like the areas where the feeders were like, they got to hang out with like zoologists and stuff. Like it was really interesting for them. Um, but that was one of their huge points too. They sometimes you're going to go by an exhibit. And you're not going to see the animal because the, they don't force them out into the sun. If they want to yeah. sit in a cave and not be around people, they can do that. And I like that. That's why Denver zoo. That's why I said there's crappy zoos. I think there's zoos that are more like circuses. And I don't think we have that in Colorado. I don't know if you have that anywhere, dude. I don't know. I'm just kind of talking out of my ass right now. Um, (laughs) You want to go? That was the big first one. It was probably on both of our lists. Yeah. I've got a bunch of what's what's one on yours. We'll we'll go back and forth. Okay. Um, I love the I love the aquarium. You do? Yeah. Okay. Part of the reason why I love the aquarium and it's so random is because that that restaurant is right there. Oh my god! So you dude. can have like you can be eating fish while you're watching fish swim by. See, that's so funny. So I've been to the aquarium <laughs> a bunch of times too, and I also think it's funny because I would sit with my kids and I'm like, "Look, remember that Finding Nemo fish we saw earlier?" And yeah. my kids are like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "He's on my plate, fried up now." And my wife was like, "Please don't do that to the kids." <laughs> I actually, you know what? I like. It's funny because you bring up the commercialism. I like. The aquarium too like i like that you can walk up you can see the tigers i think that's more of a commercial venture it is but i think it's dope you know what i mean like i think that whole thing is 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 pretty cool walking through my daughter they have that uh flash flood simulator in there is it you know what i'm talking about the cave where like it thunders and it rains and the water yes. like rushes yeah, yeah, down yeah, yeah. oh man my, my kids my kids both got splashed by that one yeah, time my daughter had <laughs> my daughter had nightmares for like six years because of that thing. and even <laughs> well, now like last summer maybe two summers ago we went up pre-covid oh, no. we went up there and i was like hey remember this room and she was like leave me alone and she like literally walked through and just kept on going like oh my god that, that room scarred my daughter but yeah the aquarium is dope dude i think did you get a pass to the aquarium for, for like a, a season pass? No, I never did the season pass on that. Me neither. Cause it was, and here's why, cause it was sort of pricey. And yes. I was like, this is not something 
because of the size of the aquarium, I don't see us doing this like multiple times a summer. Like, I well, think this is a special treat type of occasion. And then you go eat fish at the Landry's and everybody laughs because you're eating the fish that you just saw in the aquarium and yes. then you bounce out. Well, but like, and I think it's good. Go ahead. I think also because it's not as wide open. It's such a linear story. When you go in, you, you yeah. pretty much have to walk through everything to get all the way around. And it is much smaller. So you do see everything. Like one time yeah. I was like trying to look for a bathroom because my kid was, you know, saying she had to go. And we walked through basically twice because we walked through almost to the end. She had to go. And then I was like looking for the bathroom as we went. And they were like, oh, it's like halfway through. So then we walked through it again, basically. I was like, oh, well, we did a, we did two loops with like a three-year-old. There's no reason to come back. You know, they do have, uh, they've got one at the Denver Zoo too. They just built it last year. But at the aquarium, they have like the Touch the Manta Ray exhibit yes. where you can buy some food. Yeah. And I was there with my nephew and he was, I was weird, dude. I think he was probably eight or something. I don't really know what his ages are. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and he was like scared. And I was like, what are you scared of? Like, these aren't stingrays. I don't think. And he's like, it's going to bite me. And I said, I don't think it's going to bite you. Like there's little kids with their hands in there. And I said out loud, I was like, if the manta ray bites you, I'll punch it out. And then the aquarium staff like stood by me and I had to oh, tell them, no. I was like, I'm not really going to punch the manta ray. And they just looked at me and I was like, ah, time to go. Like time for us <laughs> to leave here. But that's pretty cool too, man. And they have the, actually, they have really cool jellyfish exhibits at the aquarium mm -hmm. where they're like in tubes. You can see them like going around. I like the aquarium. I stand, yeah. I like that too. I think that's a good, that's a good activity. And one of the most random parts about it is they have this little like gem shop. So where the gift shop is at the end, yeah. if you go through the gift shop, there's like this one little corner where you can kind of buy like gem rocks or geodes. And then they crack the geodes open with like basically a car lifter. What is that called? I don't know. Do you like a jack? Like a jack. It's a car jack. Okay. And they basically just crack open geodes that you pick. And oh, like my kids all got one. And then what was really funny was my mother-in-law wanted to um, get one as well. So we bought her one. And so they were just sitting there using the car jack, breaking geodes. Oh, that's fun, dude. And you it's like a, it is a, it's a, it's the aquarium, you know, like I like love it. that, dude. You know, you can buy, I only know this because my wife threw my daughter a geology Minecraft party for like one of her birthdays. That's and amazing. she got geodes from the internet with little hammers and chisels and you had to open them and they were like opals inside. They weren't real oh. opals. I don't know what's inside. That's great, dude. See, that's a great place for the, the kids. Yeah. I, we both agree on that one. All right, I got one for you. And it's on a side of the state that maybe you're going to be Cave of the Winds, dude. Yes. Is so dope. And it's great. Not only are there two levels of tours because you could go on the normal one, but you could go on like the candlelit one that's supposed supposedly a little scarier because oh, like, it's so much dark fun. parts. Oh, it's great. But that that place is great. I think that falls with the aquarium as a place like maybe you would go see like once a summer. Like, I don't know if you could go mm -hmm. there 10 times, but mm -hmm. like that's a really cool place. If you're on that side of town, like going to the cave of the winds is something that everybody should do. And you're in sort of the best part of Colorado Springs, not to like trash Colorado Springs or anything, but I really like, is it called Manitou or something? Like wherever Manitou's, that little. Yeah. It's a separate city from Colorado Springs. I, I don't think, yes, it's next to Colorado Springs, but Manitou okay. is a great little place. A little hippie yeah. comedy. I mean, yeah. hippie in comparison to Colorado Springs, but Manitou is great. Yeah. Yeah. I like the little shops and stuff there. So if you go to Cave of the Winds, you spend like the day walking through caves and then they turn off all the lights and you're in pure pitch black 
you know, darkness. And then you go to like Manitou and you get some sort of weird sandwich that you're like, nobody eats this anywhere. And then you go back home. <laughs> Great, dude. You're right. You know, uh, this is a sub comment on it because I think everybody should go to Cave of the Winds. But we went to the, there's caves actually in uh, not Steamboat Springs, Glenwood Springs, too. They have caves up there. They have a little cave park up there. that was similar. We won't include this on the list because it's kind of it's on the other side of the mountains. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a day or two trip. So we're, we're staying local. But yeah, caves are dope. Cave of the Winds is worth it. There's actually a beer garden restaurant brewery, a German restaurant brewery in uh, Manitou Springs. It's, it's pretty good. Dude. So, I mean, ship it, dude. You should go up there. We, we both agree on that one. Uh, do you have another one for me or do you want me to go? No, yeah, we're going back and forth, man. Okay. So you did Cave of the Winds? No, I didn't. No, Cave you did Cave of the Winds. Okay, so give me another one. I really like the, and it's going to just be, of course, everybody knows this, but the Children's Museum. If so you want to never... go, if you want to go and get a cold, because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many kids just touching everything, but man, is it fun. So why like the Children's Museum? And I think a lot of children's museums do this, but everything is touch and play. Mm-hmm. So everywhere throughout everything, there's nothing that's like hands off. So like things, the problem with going to like, you know, the museum or whatever is that, you know, you're trying to keep your kid from like touching art. That's like priceless. You know what I mean? Whereas the the children's museum, there's like a place for them to play. They can touch everything. There's activities like you can do bubbles, like they have this thing where it does like a bubble across, like up and down, like a bubble elevator or whatever. And so they can get dirty and they can run around and it doesn't matter if they're loud. Like it is one of the best places to bring kids. And the membership for that is not all that much. And it's one of those things where you can kind of go multiple different directions. So you can go multiple times if you just wanted to go and do like check out the ballroom or like go up and then see the wind room where they're like flying and, you know, making paper airplanes that like have rockets and stuff. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool. I like our, our children's museum. It's, it's pretty awesome. You haven't been? No, I've never been. I won't go. My wife was, (laughs) here's the thing, man, like unsupervised kids or my like mental health Al Qaeda. Oh, (laughs) and my wife went and she was like, we saw these kids fall out of this big, like iron thing that's outside. And she's like, and there's like all these groups of kids running around unsupervised. And she was, and she literally, she was like, you can never go. And I was like, okay, I'm good. That's so hilarious. I, I've literally never been. Cause my wife was like, you will not have a good time at this place. It oh will cause God. you like high tier anxiety. So, and also like she brought both my kids, but I think my daughter for sure. And maybe my son, like, I think they've aged out of children's museum. They've gotten to the point where they're too, I, I think, I mean, that I don't could know. Be. Never, no, no, that, that totally could be. I've never been there, so I don't have any things. But yeah, my wife warned me. Like she took the kids there and she's like, You can never go. Oh. And I was like, Oh. And she's like, you know, the craft area, the craft area at the Denver uh history, the nature and science museum, that back area where they yeah, have like yeah. the hands-on stuff. Like that stresses me out because you see some kid like drinking water from like the 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 irrigation display, and I'm like, Oh, son <laughs> of a bitch, this kid's gonna die. Like it okay. just causes yeah. me like huge anxiety. And my wife knows that. So when she took the kids to the museum, she's gone multiple times with the kids. Yeah. But she's told me every time she's like, this is not a place for you. Like no, you can, you cannot go. So second, I've never been. I, I second that because uh, hearing how you react to like the kids area at the nature and science museum, then yes, 
there's an entire room of stuff that they can kind of do carpentry with like mm. little bits of wood and cardboard and real nails and, you know, hammers and saws. And like, they're just going to town. Like this one kid was just, just I mean, they just, it's a bit of a danger zone, but man, is it fun? See, I'm, I dude, I'm envious that you can like put away your adult side and enjoy that with kids. <laughs> Cause like, I just can't do that anywhere. Even now, dude, like I, if, if I see a kid that's older than like one and they're putting, well, no, nah, that's not true. Any age kid. If I'm somewhere and I see some kid put something in their mouth and there's no adult there, then I'm over it. I'm, I'm done, <laughs> dude. I'm done. I'm like, what is wrong with your kid? And what's wrong with the parents for not like super? I can't handle it, dude. I just cannot. I don't even let my kids drink from drinking fountains. So we're just going to call this a wash. I have heard my kids had magnificent times at the okay. Children's Museum and your family has a great time. Just because I personally, because of my own weird idiosyncrasies, cannot deal with the Children's Museum does not mean that it isn't like top five destinations in Denver for kids. Oh, so, dude, I'm down for it. Um, here's one for you. And I, I, I don't know, like this is. I'm going to say Denver Public Libraries, but I bet you. Aurora or like Arapahoe County or wherever you live would have the same things underutilized because people don't know last couple of the last couple of years. My wife has really been looking for activities for the kids. So she's been looking at the libraries. Okay. And one of our friends is a librarian. She kind of hipped it to us. Do they have crazy things in libraries and nobody goes because people in America are dumb and they think <laughs> reading is dumb, but like, just in the last couple of years, we went to the library and they brought in like an animal expert and like the kids held like a boa constrictor and stuff. But also oh, that awesome. library had a 3D printer. Yeah. And my daughter and her friends were going to go and like design things and 3D print them. But they have like programs throughout the summer at these libraries where like kids can go in there and do these insane things. Like some of these, the one by my house, some of these libraries have like creative labs where they have like mm -hmm. computers and scanners and like a 3d printer and all these things where kids can go and create things. And I think it's the library's way of saying like libraries, it's not just for overdosing homeless people in the bathroom anymore. Oh like God. they want like, people <laughs> to come and do things, man. Like, and so I'm just saying like on a sidelight, you should look at your local library and see what they have to offer. Cause the one over here has all sorts of crazy things and it's never very crowded because apparently people don't go to libraries anymore mm. because of the internet. So like, I highly recommend checking out your local library and seeing what type of activities they provide, dude. Cause like my kids have gotten books from them. Like it's, it's, it's great, man. Like I support the library. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, talking about the 3d printer. I went to, I went to the library a couple of times. It's just down the road from us because they even have, um, it wasn't like a free book day, but like you could go and drop off your books, like any extra books that you have. Yeah. And then they had like dollar books for sale. So yeah. it's, it's almost like, you know, leave a book, take a book almost, you know? Yeah. It's cheap. dope, dude. But they, but they also had the 3d printer and actually my library just down the road, you can log on through their website and use the CAD or whatever it is to, to kind of design something and then press print and you get like one free print a month. Yeah. So you could just like print something 3D if you figure out how to use it, which I think is awesome. I've been wanting to do it, but I just well, have, I haven't made time, dude. It's hard to it's hard to design you, something 3D. I, <laughs> you don't I, know. On a sidelight, my daughter's taking a camp. It's a, a STEM place, and she's gonna learn 3D printing software this summer. So that's awesome. 
be ready. You can teach her again about Rubik's cubes, and she can teach you how to print something 3D style. My daughter's on that. All right, so I went with library. You got another one for us? So one place that I haven't been yet, but I really have been wanting to try to make time to go with the kids Mm -hmm. is the um, I forgot the name of it, like the mint, like the Denver. So I put that on there too. It's closed right now because of COVID. I oh, it is. I didn't even know that. You can't go. They're not. I thought about doing it. It's so funny. It's on my list too. I went when I was a kid. When I was a little kid, they used to do field trips to the mint, and you would get like a yeah, you'd get like a dime or something, but you could watch like money getting like minted there. See, that sounds awesome. It is sort of awesome. I remember it as a little kid, but it's been closed for. It was closed, so I only know this because my kids were about that age. Like they closed it for terrorism. I I don't know. They were scared, and then it was closed for COVID. It's still closed because I just looked it up before we got on this call. But I think that they have a virtual tour on their website, which is not as good. But like the mint is something that when it opens up, we should go check out because I think that's dope. Because I went. It's right off of 16th Street mall mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. i remember walking up and down there and just kind of seeing it there and then they had like you know free tours when you know people were walking downtown and oh man i kept thinking like oh this would be great this would be great this would be great because i mean my kids are both obsessed with money probably because i am too and it's one of those things where i've always wanted to have a bag of shredded money <laughs> And then like dump it out and see how hard it would be to like put money together just to test it. You know, I don't know. That's you took that to a weird, you to shred money. No, no, no. I won't shred money, but you can buy shredded money from these places. You from the mint. Yeah. So no, totally. Yeah, absolutely. No, I know because my mother-in-law bought me a bag of shredded money and my goal was to one night when I'm completely bored, just dump it out on the table and see if I could like, I don't know, like piece it together like a puzzle. But then my, um, I think my friend took it. So they're not my friend anymore. I don't know what happened to the bag, but somebody took it and I don't know. So I want to go and get another shredded bag of money so I could do the piecemeal thing. I don't think it's like they don't shred just a couple bills and then put all the same bills in there. That's why I wanted to see like how many different bills were shredded within you can buy a hundred dollars in US hundred dollars worth of authentic shredded US currency on for eight dollars on Amazon, dude. So you should do that and then sit there and look but at it. But I want to go I, to the mint and do that, dude. Like I feel say, like it's a mint, mint thing, does it? No, dude. The mint sells coins. I'm looking at their website right now. They don't sell shredded money, they only sell coins. <sighs> Commemorative coins, too. Incidentally. Oh, really? I, you're like commemorative coins. I was going to make fun of it. You were excited about it. So we <laughs> differ on that. But uh, yeah, I don't see shredded money. On you. They just sell coins. I think the Denver Mint only did coins, dude. I'm almost uh, sure of it. So I guess that I makes sense because it's like, the I mint. thought they did currency, not just mint. See, paper I mean, currency, dude. I don't know. I haven't been since I was like 11. So I have no idea. But I think it just does that. Dude, you can get, oh man, for $43, you can get a sheet of $1 bills. That are not cut of cut apart. Okay, so for my next thing, it's the celestial <laughs> seasonings. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, yes. Celestial seasonings uh, factory in Boulder. And hey, this is kind of one of those. I thought it was a one and done because we did it pre-COVID. No, mm-hmm. we didn't do it pre-COVID because I remember wearing masks while you're up there. And then you took down your mask when you're in the mint room and it blew yeah. you away. Mm-hmm. But like, I thought it was a one and done because you've seen it. It's cool. But we were actually on the way to Estes Park. 
and we drove through Boulder. My daughter was like, we should go back to that tea factory. So maybe it's not a one and done thing. But you, if you are even remotely interested in tea, the Celestial Seasonings factory is pretty cool. And it's in Boulder. And it's I think it's free or it's cheap. It you know? No, no, no. It's free to walk through. Or at least it was before COVID. I haven't been since COVID. Because I used to live up by that area. And actually, my wife used to work out of there. And you get half off on the on the boxes of tea. So when a box of tea was two dollars, you know, I don't know how expensive it is now, but when it was two dollars, you get a box of tea there for a buck. And the mint room is awesome, and they've got a little like cafe you can drink at, you know, like tea that they prep there. Like it's it's totally worth it if you're going up to Boulder. I agree. If you're able, I think you could go just for that, and then maybe yeah. stop by Pearl Street and get some lunch at one of those places. Yeah place fish in there so then you know celestial seasonings i got two more what are you looking at i, I made a big list so we can you just made keep a going. huge list this is awesome no. okay well um my next one was actually hiking so there's a uh, park and i didn't actually write down the name of the park but it's like black bear park you know hiking trail park or something and it's up kind of in golden and basically you could just ride that road you know, even past that point and find tons of other like hiking trails. I mean, Colorado is just full of it. I like that one because it's close enough to the city. You're not driving too far away. Like there's a lot of really awesome hikes, but you have to drive like 20 minutes out of town. And then the other thing is, is there's like wild things for the kids to kind of pull either out of the ground or pick. We would, we would find something, you know, as an example, like Rose hips, which is kind of like this, uh, it's like this red berry looking thing with a little bit of like a sprout on the end. And we would pick it and we'd be like, okay, go find this. And then the kids are just running through, you know, wilderness looking to pick stuff. I mean, it's free minus the trip out, right? Like the gas to get there. And it's something that we want to foster, which is hiking and being outside. So it's called black bear forest or something. Let me look it up. All right, I'll look it up while you're going. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I think hiking is, I mean, dude, you can throw a rock and find a hiking trail in Colorado pretty easily. So I think, you know, that's obviously the mountains are something big. You know, in the mountains, speaking of hiking, Dinosaur Ridge is really cool for the little ones. I've never been. Dude, it's outside of Morrison. It's kind of like tucked between Morrison and and Red Rocks area up there. Um, It's a short hike. It's cool because you can see like stegosaurus bones in the side of the mountain and stuff. Cool for little kids. I think... My son went last year with the Cub Scouts. It was really interesting. Uh, nice little day trip, though, because they can walk and they have pretty informative little plaques. It's it's recreation. It's education masked as re- recreation because you get to go learn about, you know, they have like the different layers of earth that are exposed. So it shows you like the different periods that have buried dinosaurs through things. And, uh, you know, awesome. it, it's pretty interesting, man. Like, and it's a half a day trip. And, you Is know, it it's like right off. Like you just see like dinosaur yeah. stuff. Yeah, you park and then you walk and like right next to you, it's like a, you know, like a little area with a plaque and it shows you like dinosaur stuff, dude. It's really interesting. You should check it out. It's it's literally like an hour, hour and a half maybe of walking, if that, dude. And that's with somebody that's really little, like with your daughter, it would take you like an hour to walk in. Hmm. But it's cool, man. There's all sorts of dinosaur stuff up there that seems pretty interesting. I like that, dude. Yeah, I like it too. Um, I got one more, this mountain. It's just Tiny Town, dude. Have you been to Tiny Town? No. Bro, Tiny Town's great. You take 285 up. There's an exit for it. It's like before Salida. <laughs> After like Morrison, but before Salida. It's a little area 
a, a little tiny Colorado town, dude. And there's a train that you can ride around the tiny town and there's a little ice cream stand in there. And it's awesome. It, it's, I don't know, man, it's fun. It's <laughs> run by like these old people. It's kind of weird. It's a good day trip with the kids, man. You take the kids up there, you get them pictures of them standing like over tiny little buildings because they like that. It looks good on the on the Instagram when you have a picture of your kids standing over like a 1912 church that's like, you know, <laughs> up to their knees or whatever. And yeah. uh, there's trees and there's dude, there's there's a little train and then you get some ice cream and then you bounce. But it's a Jeez, good that like, sounds awesome. It's a, yeah, it's a good Saturday trip. Like if you want to go up there and it's like six dollars. <laughs> for the VIP package, which allows you to ride the train. I mean, it's worth, dude. It's worth going to check out. It's like 45 minutes from Central Denver, maybe-ish. <laughs> I don't know. Tiny town, dude. Tiny you should go town. check it out. I yeah. should. I what like else? that. Yeah. I got one more. I kind of went crazy because I was thinking of all these cool things. Are you, you tapped? Go. No, well, <clears throat> I mean, does it count if we want to go to somewhere? Because I put going to the movies. I know that's kind of lame because we kind of did a lot of I did it like a roundabout thing, but things dude if i can find the right movie like we just watched sonic 2 the kids watched the entire movie without losing interest which was awesome in a theater yeah oh wow they had their popcorn they were just sitting there like watching it and it it really hinges on if you find the right movie because if you find the wrong movie then you're you know you're just up shit creek basically but dude like that's one of those things that we're trying to foster too because it's like if they can sit and just be still and enjoy something like that, maybe they they'll build into that a little bit more. I mean, my kids are younger. So, you know, right now they have the attention span of a squirrel. And so sitting through like an hour and a half movie was insane. That's insane. Yeah. I haven't been to a movie theater in years. I think the last thing I saw in a movie theater was like uh, the Skywalker movie with Ray. Oh yeah. And BBA, the last Skywalker. I took my daughter. She dressed up as Ray and it was pretty good. Um, no, that's not true. We both wore our Chewbacca suits. We have Chewbacca. We had Chewbacca pajamas. We both wore them. You know, that's good. I'm not a movie theater person. My kids like movies. I go the other way, dude. But I understand like movies are magic. We both worked in movie theaters for a long time. Like yeah. I, the COVID thing freaked me out. I don't want to. I wouldn't like sitting in a theater with somebody coughing anyway. And now, like, I think it would be unhinged. I don't know. Mike, Mike, actually, it's funny because that new. Uh, oh, multiverse of madness the doctor strange movie is coming out and yep. the, the preview is like only in theaters but like yeah only in theaters for like six days and it's on disney plus yep i mean i'll take my kids to see if they want the theater i think that's good though i think you trying to get your kids acclimated to sitting down in a theater is pretty noble you know how how crowded was the theater when you saw sonic 2? it was actually really crowded because we went and saw oh. it when it was kind of new mm-hmm. i mean because it's a newer movie now mm-hmm. um but like we showed up, I thought nobody was going to be there, but it turns out we misread the time on our sheet. So we were like half an hour early. Mm-hmm. So we were sitting in our seats and it was like almost an empty theater. And then the, you know, the trailer started for all the movies. And by that time, like, I mean, it was filled, it was filled up. It Interesting. Completely my, filled. my wife, there was a dollar theater not by, by my house. And when my son was little, I do man, my daughter, I think, but there was a period there where they were playing the Lorax there for like a year. Right. Yeah. And my wife probably went, it actually, I know this and she's going to laugh. I remember when my son was really little and still not sleeping through the night, still being a pain in the ass with sleep. They would go see the Lorax during the day 
And then my wife would fall asleep in the movie theater with my son. He would watch the Lorax and then would finish up. She was like, I got two hours. So I think I know what you're saying. Like she would get like an hour and a half of peace in this theater. Yeah. And my son would just watch the Lorax. Yeah, dude. I movie theaters are good, especially during the summer. Yes. Like when it's super hot outside, it's nice and cool out there. You get to sneak sneak some milk duds in your pantaloons, man. And you get to go in there, bro. It's great. Um, yeah, that's all I had. I that's I think that's a good front range thing. You know, we did the YMCA of the Rockies a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if dude, they have cabins in it's already, I don't know, dude. I, we were gonna try and go for the summer, and there's a bunch of dates that are blacked out, but like the cabins were pretty cheap. Uh-huh. And they had like climbing walls and archery and like a swimming pool and hiking, like all these outdoor things. And it was sort of dank. Like the food was, we ate once at their little cafeteria. And it was not great. It was like summer camp food. So we went to restaurants the rest of the time, but like, I had no idea. And apparently after I said it, I came back. I thought it was all knowledgeable. I was like, yeah, man, why am the Rockies? And all these other parents were like, yeah, you didn't know about that. Everybody knows about that. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't know about that but uh, that's i mean if you're into like going to find a cabin or you want like access to rocky mountain national park it was it was pretty cool yeah man but that's a that's a good list of things to do absolutely now i want to do these things now i want to go paddle boating with you and the families i think that's a great idea as soon as it gets warm <laughs> enough to open up the paddle boating we should go oh my god that sounds that sounds awesome i don't know if i'm a paddle boater I mean, you're going to just stand there and watch everybody else paddle boat and have fun. Yeah, you, we can go and then I'll have my kids do the actual paddle boating and I'll just stand on the boat rocking it. No, you can't stand. It's like a bike. It's like a seat. You have to sit oh, on it. Man, also, you, I don't know. yeah, you're going to have to do a little work. dude. It's fun, though. It's pretty good. You have to paddle. You cannot allow your kids to paddle. You'll be stuck in a boat in the middle of City Park Lake for like three hours. You have to, you have to <laughs> command the situation as an adult. Well, that's good, man. If you have uh, other ideas of things that you can do for the summer, do we miss something obvious? I mean, obviously, Casa Bonita is out there. What? There's tons to do. I mean, Ren Fair we didn't talk about. We could do a whole episode on the Renaissance Fair. I mean, there's so much stuff that's available for kids to do in Denver. So I'm I'm sure we're missing something. We'll do another one, man. Give us your tips on our social media. You can follow me on all the things at Hey Colfax. You can follow me G three R B I L. Yeah, gerbil and uh, it's adventures daily. Bye. Adventures. Adventures in Dadland. Adventures in Dadland.